circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Welcome to episode 13 of the Buffalo Burke Boys podcast. This is Adam Burke. We are without Papa Dicky today. We had hoped to record a podcast together. Boy, this is going to be complicated. I've got audio running off of my phone, um, video running off of another computer. I've got all kinds of stuff going on. I did not give Papa enough warning to do the podcast today. Uh, I was thinking maybe we would do it tomorrow, but lo and behold, the Bills are playing football tomorrow in a 4.30 game. That's going to be good stuff. If you're watching on video, I've got some Bills garb. I got a little Jim Kelly thing going in the background, wearing Jim Kelly's jersey, Bills mug, Bills hat. We're ready to roll. All right, so what has been happening with the Bills? Boy, they have been on a roll. Uh, they have been doing really well. They are 10-3, and three, winners of six of the last seven games. They are one Hal Murray pass away from winning seven straight games. They're hot. Uh, the magic number in the AFC East is one. So if the Bills win tomorrow or the Dolphins lose on Sunday, the Bills win the AFC East. Uh, it is, uh, I, I, I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of lost for words. I really, I thought the Bills were going to go 10 and 6 this year. I did not see the maturation of Josh Allen and the way he has changed around his game. I just didn't see this coming. It's it's absolutely unbelievable. Uh, a little bit more on Josh in, in just a minute. but uh, So like I said, AFC East crown magic number is one. Uh, right now we are the third seed in the AFC, <clears throat> Excuse me, which means we would host a playoff game if the season ended today. I don't know who we would play. I, I, I can't remember if it would be Miami or not, but I think the goal here right now is uh, we're not going to catch – Kansas City. They're uh, two games ahead of us. Uh, even if we win out, uh, we're not going to get the number one seed. So that's a pipe dream. I think realistically, we could be looking at the number two seed if we win out. And I think Pittsburgh would just have to lose one more game, which they're not looking so great right now. So they very well may. Um, if that happens, if we get the number two seed, we would absolutely host a playoff game. They're in uh, the second weekend in January, AFC wildcard weekend, and it very well could be the Miami Dolphins. So that would be quite interesting because the Dolphins play the last game of the season in Buffalo. So they may just end up staying there all week. They wouldn't do that. They'd go back down to South Florida, but they may have to come up to Buffalo in January to play consecutive games. That might not be so good for them. So uh, Josh Allen, he... <laughs> His, his stats, I'm going to read some stats to you, and I only did about 5-10 minutes of, of research for the podcast today, but listen to this. Josh Allen, 7th in yards, 6th in completion percentage with a robust robust 68.5% completion rate, 7th in yards, uh, I already said that, 6th in TD passes, 7th in the regular QB rating index, and 6th in QBR. Uh, he is also 6th. Uh, he has six rushing touchdowns. I think there's only a handful of quarterbacks that have more rushing touchdowns than he does. But when you combine all of those uh, rankings of him, sixth, seventh, so on and so forth, uh, there's only one other quarterback in the league that is in the top six or seven in all those categories, and that's Aaron Rodgers, and he's having a phenomenal year. So right now, in a lot of ways, even though I think everybody would clearly say Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL, 
the statistical years that Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers are having are just truly amazing. And they're winning. You know, I, I mean, both teams, the, the Packers and the Bills, and obviously Mahomes and the Chiefs. I mean, these are, are three of, I would argue, the top five teams in the NFL. It's a very quarterback-heavy league. I know some people say that wins are not a quarterback stat. Bullstein, I say to that, it's absolutely a, a quarterback stat. Wins and losses are hugely important. So that being said, uh, moving on to some other stuff that has been going on. ESPN did a very, very nice cover story yesterday. Uh, I did a, uh, a hot take on Facebook and said that Stefan Diggs is the number one wide receiver. Boy, I can't speak. Number one wide receiver in the NFL. I know that on paper and overall, he's not. I mean, he's 5'10". He's fast, but he's not that fast. He doesn't score a million touchdowns because he is 5'10". Small hands. Uh, but again, right now, I would argue that Diggs, as it stands today, he is completely 100% uncoverable. The way Allen is getting him the ball, the way these defenses are trying to play him, it doesn't matter if they put two guys right on him at the line of scrimmage. It doesn't matter what kind of zone they're playing, what they do with the linebackers or nickelbacks or dimebacks. It doesn't matter. Stefan Diggs, right now, you cannot cover him. So I would submit right now the way he's playing, and if you had one game where you had to have a wide receiver on your team to save your life, right this minute I would take Stefan Diggs over anybody in the NFL. I absolutely would. I think that right now he is playing the best at the wide receiver position. And admittedly, and my friends, and Papa Dickey knows this, I really don't watch a lot of NFL football. I stopped playing NFL fantasy football years and years ago. I don't have time for it. Uh, need time for podcasts. But... Uh, so I don't really get a chance to see these guys play. I know uh, DeAndre Hopkins, DK Metcalf. I know these guys are just freaks of nature athletes. But when I take Stefan Diggs in that small package, uh, 5'10", 5'11", whatever he is, I, I mean, the guy is just absolutely fantastic. So I'm completely biased. Again, look at all the Bills stuff. This is a Buffalo Bills podcast. He was on the ESPN cover story yesterday. I totally understand. I'm biased. I may be talking out of my tuchus here, but I think he's the best wide receiver in the NFL today. So, all right, moving on. Uh, definitely trying to keep this podcast short and sweet. Uh, Bills play tomorrow. We are at the 5-8 and eight Broncos. Uh, that game is at 4.30, so kind of nice. It's almost like a, a pseudo primetime game again. The game will actually end in primetime. So that's uh, several weeks in a row that we kind of have the national spotlight. So we are traveling to Mile High Stadium, whatever the actual name of it is. I still know that they have Mile High in there. So it'll always be Mile High to me. Uh, we are minus six road favorites. I think this line has gone up and down. I want to say at Westgate we opened at minus six, and then uh, some pretty big money was bet on us. And I think at one point I even saw it go to minus seven. Then back down to six and a half, but we are six-point road favorites. I expect it to stay at that point. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I got uh, $1,500 bet on the game. Kidding, Vicky. Uh, Over-under is 49 and a half points. But look, right now, the 
Broncos, they've got injuries in their secondary. I think their kicker has the COVIDs, all kinds of stuff going on there. Um, they're not that great of a team. Like I said, they're five and eight. It is a December game in Denver, though. So typically that is tough for a road team to come in and win. But I just checked the weather and it looks like it's, oh, I clicked off the screen, but it looks like it's going to be um, mid 40s, I think, and sunny, not a lot of wind. So I don't think the passing game is going to be affected all that much. I mean, we'll we'll see. Um, but I, I think that the Bills are going to cover. I think they're going to win 33 to 20 um, with the over-under at 49.5 points. Uh, I am obviously choosing the over. Uh, we'll see. Uh, looking forward to the game. I think Papa Dickie is coming over tomorrow. Uh, girls are going over to Grandma Bobby's house to, to make some cookies. We're going to just continue to uh, try to rock and roll here. And then to end off the season... The final two games, uh, what is it, at New England, I think? Yeah, so this should be interesting because um, we really need to win. I want the number two seed. We, we need to win out, so I think all these games are going to be important. Uh, Bills at Patriots on uh, the 28th, which is another primetime game. The 28th is, uh, yep, Monday night. So that's like four weeks in a row of uh, primetime games for the Bills. And then we end the season at home against the Dolphins. I, I, I think that game is going to be very important for the Dolphins. And like I said, I think we're going to be playing for a number two seed. So um, you would think at the beginning of the year, this game would have been a laugher. The Bills would have dominated them and the game wouldn't necessarily have been very important. But I think think it's going to be important. Uh, Miami may need that game to clinch a playoff spot. We'll see. So uh, some good football coming up. Uh, Definitely need to get a little more organized, get Papa on the podcast, maybe get him over to the house. We'll see. Uh, Really looking forward to the game tomorrow. Looking forward to continuing to see Josh Allen and and Diggs. And, uh, you know, I didn't even mention the defense. I don't have any stats on the defense, but I'll tell you what. They are starting to come together. The biggest thing, and and we'll see what happens this weekend. I mean, it's not a. Uh, uh, I feel confident we're going to win, but but you just never know. So win or lose this weekend, I would say though, and, and Papa will say this, I'm sure, on the the next podcast that we do together. The Bills are starting to peak. It's the middle of December. We're one week away from Christmas, and the Bills are peaking. This is what you want. You want your quarterback in tune with the wide receivers. You want the running game to start get going, which they have over the last couple of weeks. Not a lot, but a little. Um, but the defense is really coming together. Frazier and McDermott and the linebackers and the defensive line, they've shored things up. We'll see what happens in the playoffs when they come up against really, really good running backs and really good quarterbacks. But Right now, the Bills have been impressive on defense the last, really the last month. Uh, they did a number on Roethlisberger on uh, uh, last Sunday night's game. And I'll tell you, the defensive touchdown, which was our first defensive touchdown in almost three full years, turned that game around. That was all the defense right there in the first half because the offense was just completely stifled. Uh, obviously, we all saw what hap- happened in the second half, and it was just fantastic. So... All right, I have gone over everything on my list. 
gosh darn it, I wanted to stay at 10 minutes, but I kind of went off on a couple tangents there, and we're at 12 minutes. But listen, the Bills are rocking and rolling. I think we're going to win tomorrow. Uh, hopefully we'll be doing a podcast uh, maybe over the, the Christmas holiday. I'll be off of work for a couple weeks. We'll get Papa Dicky into the studio, figure out something with video, see if we can rock and roll through this thing. So for Papa Dicky, who, again, unfortunately is absent today, I'm Adam Burke. And remember, we are the Buffalo Burke Boys, and you're not. Stand up now, come on and shout. Say, Shout it right now, baby. Say you will. Come on, come on. Let's go, Buffalo!